Okay, class, I need you to grab your notebook. I need you to grab your pencil. And I need you to grab your Bible. Because it is time for another Bible pop quiz. Now, typically, I try to come in with much more energy. Typically, I try to get you all excited. Um, A lot of times then at this point, we would transition and, and review the last Bible pop quiz. Today, no review, no excitement, no energy. This is one of those situations where I feel like I need people to open their Bible, find the answers for today's Bible pop quiz, because I believe these answers are absolutely essential due to the very shocking, horrific, horrifying way the last live broadcast ended. Now, we are all very aware. In fact, I just got a report of something happening in Gaza that it appears has killed 500 people. I don't know all the details as of yet, but a very horrible, horrific situation continues to unfold within Israel, Gaza, Hamas, all of the situation there. The war that is currently underway continues to escalate, not de-escalate, and we're still looking to see how many other, you know, different groups or countries may get involved. It's a horrible, horrible situation. But because it deals with Israel, I was very, very much aware that Christians and churches everywhere would be talking about the situation due to their theological system. So I started pulling, you know, individual podcast episodes or sermons, etc., and tried to start reviewing them. In fact, I, I said that I could probably just go 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just reviewing right now, everything being said by Christian ministries, churches, pastors, what's being preached from the pulpit in regards to the situation in Israel. And we could really... I think it would be it would be interesting and theological and doctrinal. At the same time, it would help us keep our mind and not forget the suffering that is happening at the same time. But I had no idea, no idea that I, a simple sermon review was going to end. And I and this is not hyperbole. This is not exaggeration. That it was going to end with me. So emotionally upset and spent, so just emotionally devastated that I, and and I know I should not say this, and I know many of you will not like me saying this, but I just basically felt like I don't even know if I belong within the world of Christianity. I, I don't even know. I don't understand the world of Christianity anymore. I am. I, I am a I am a foreigner. I'm an alien. I'm a stranger to it. I I don't know if I want anything to do with this world we call Christianity. Does it? I'm not saying it means I don't want anything to do with Christ. It doesn't mean to say that I'm saying I don't want anything to do with the Bible or theology and doctrine and trying to live out my Christian life. I'm not saying that. But this thing called Christianity, this this whatever you want to refer to, this Christian industri- industrial complex, this mainstream Christianity, the, the organized church, I, there's, there, I'm becoming more and more convinced that I don't, that it has become something that I no longer recognize. And church has been a part of my Christian life from the moment of my salvation. I am, God saved me at a revival service in a Southern Baptist church in Tuscola, Texas. 
It was like a Monday night, Tuesday night, somewhere, some night during the week. And the very next time the church door was open, I was there and I basically have not missed a church service since. I have been to Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. If they had discipleship class there, I I have basically not missed church other than for sickness, weather, you know, so unless, unless something, even in the military, even when I was deployed to Desert Storm, I found a way to attend at least a chapel service. I barely had, even when I worked overnight, worked from six o'clock at night to six in the morning, I still would go to church. Like I, I have almost no, I mean, you could probably count. I, I bet you the total times of missing church is so, I mean, I, I look, even as a pastor, I have gone literally from having a, a full-blown seizure to the ER, from the ER directly to the pulpit to preach. Even with the hospital, the hospital bracelet still around, around my wrist, still like not even fully knowing where I was. So I, I like, I don't, I'm, I miss church. So church has been a major part of my life, but now I look at it and I'm like, I don't know what that is. I don't belong there. I don't fit in because we reviewed a sermon about Israel and what's next. And, and we made it through, we did almost 90 minutes on, on part one. And I think it went really well. And I think it went, you know, pretty good. And there were some interesting points being made. And yes, the sermon was a little scattered. And yes, I was getting a little frustrated because it wasn't really dealing with the text the way that I, I felt that he should. It convinced me of why we need to do, you know, uh, very much observational exercises, which we've talked about. And I'm like, okay, so, all right, whatever. I think I'm done. I don't know if I'm going to go review the rest. I told everyone about it. I told everyone where to find it. I told everyone the name of the sermon, uh, the church, the pastor, told everyone to go. And then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I got an email saying, hey, I'd like to hear more. And I'm like, okay, well, they send me an email. I, I, you know, I don't do this broadcast for my own health, my own benefit. If someone out there wants me to do something, typically, if you send me an email, you know, I'm going to try to address it v relatively soon. So I think within within a couple of hours, I was right back up here in the studio, turned on and said, let's continue the review. And then we started. I don't know how, I think we got maybe 30 minutes into it and the wheels came off. The wheels came off, class. It, it, The train crashed, the car exploded, and I was left in total shock because here is a sermon dealing about Israel and the war in Israel. And somehow, for some reason, in the middle of this sermon, as we are reviewing it, the pastor decides to basically mock Ukraine, mock Zelensky in Ukraine saying, hey, don't forget about us. We're in a war as well. He mocks it. And he and as he mocks, the people in the congregation are laughing. And then he says, sorry. Well, no, I'm not really sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. Then he, he doubles down and says that he's not sorry. He literally is mocking a where depending on the numbers you look at, almost a half a million people have died in that war and He's going to mock it. He's going to laugh at it. And I'm sitting there going, what is happening? What is happening that now we live in a world where many conservative Christians are almost pro-Russia and anti-Ukraine? I don't get it. I don't understand what is happening. And even if you're pro-Russia and anti-Ukraine, well, why would you throw any jokes or any mocking while a war is going on where human beings are dying? 
Whether you're even even in even if in the current situation in Israel, whether you're pro-Israel and anti-Hamas, anti the Palestinians, you still would want to mock or laugh. Human beings are dying. If you're pro Palestinians, pro Gaza, pro Hamas, if 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 that is even if you can even be able to be that way, you still wouldn't want to mock or laugh at the situation. Human beings are dying. I thought Christians were pro-life. I thought Christians believed in the sanctity of life. I thought Christians were supposed to care about people. I I I don't really know what happened. I don't even understand what occurred. I, I'm I'm just I'm dumbfounded. And I was so upset that I stopped the review and I'm like, that's it. I'm not gonna review. I'm not gonna listen to any more of, of this. I'm not. Because if I was standing in that if I was sitting in that church, I would have gotten up gotten up and walked out. I would have gotten up and walked out, and I never would have gone back. And I'm never going to listen to them again, ever, under any circumstance. And I'm not saying because I'm better than them. I, I, let me make it very clear. I am a sinner, probably a, a thousand times worse sinner than that pastor. He's probably far more godly than me, more holy than me, more righteous than me, probably knows more than me, definitely a better speaker than I am. But I cannot tolerate that. I just cannot. So... For the Bible pop quiz today, five questions. All five questions deal with one very important idea, one very important topic, one very important theme. Not none of uh, all of these questions don't they? They're basically all fill. They're all fill in the blank. They're all fill in the blank. So it's a very simple one. But as I'm wanting you to, when when we do the fill in the blank, I want you to write out the thing with the, you know, with the missing words, leave the missing words missing. Then I want you to write it out again once you find the missing words so that you're kind of getting your, the whole idea is to write, to read, to repetition, which gets to retention. Because I think if there's ever a topic, if there's ever a theme, if there's ever a concept that we need, obviously, to be reminded of greatly today. I need to be reminded of it because of my anger and frustration with what happened. I need to be reminded of it. Obviously, Christians need to be reminded of it. And it's one word. So five questions today based off what happened, based on what happened, because if there's one thing true of this podcast, whether people like this or not, I may produce hours and hours and hours of content, but usually you can see a connection between all of it. It's always inter, it's, it's like an ongoing narrative. It's like an ongoing story and there's arcs to the story, right? There's, it, it has the story arc where, ooh, and then we may get to some kind of a dramatic conclusion, but, but things continue to be connected and, 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 and mixed together. I don't know if I always convey that. I think a lot of people who listen to everything kind of realize how this fits with this and this fits with this. Others may not, but maybe sometimes I try to be too clever. But in this case, it's very much connected. The last line broadcast we did was about Israel. What's next? Part two. And that thing exploded because of what happened. And now here we are today, right back in front of the microphone, going to do a Bible pop quiz. I can't ignore what happened. I can't just act like it didn't happen. I can't come in here and go, class, grab your notebook, grab your pencil, grab your Bible. It's time for another Bible pop quiz. Yay. Yeah, I I can't, I can't, I know it's, I I can't do that. So I'm going to make the Bible pop quiz about an issue, about a word that obviously we all very much need. So are you ready? I have my notebook. 
have my pencil. Don't know if you can hear that. My pencil. And I have a brand new Bible. Brand new Bible. Because I'm always buying Bibles. All right? So I'm not asking you to grab anything that I have not currently grabbed. In fact, I, I write out my questions in the notebook. If anyone would like an actual picture, to just ask for it and I'll send it to you. I actually write out the questions in the notebook because I, I mean, I could just, I wouldn't, I don't actually have to do that, but I'm doing that because I'm trying to do what I'm asking you to do. Write, repeat, retention, right? The more we, the more we do these things over and over and over, the more we can retain. But are you ready? Five fill in the blank questions. They're all simple, straightforward, but the point the, the point of these five questions is far more important and much bigger than maybe the little pop quiz. You may see the pop quiz as being insignificant, but hopefully as you are writing these down, then writing them again, filling in the missing words, you will understand the significance of what these five questions reference. You ready? Number one, fill in the blank. And there are one Two, three, four, five, six, seven missing words. Five, seven blanks here. All right, you ready? Here we go. This is my blank that ye blank, 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 as I blank, blank, blank. Let me read to you again. This is my blank, missing word, that ye, blank, 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 as I, blank, blank, blank. The answer is found in John chapter 15. Your job is to find it and then write it out again. Write it out with all of those, filling in those missing blanks, filling in the uh, the missing words. This is my blank. That ye, blank, 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 as I, blank, blank, blank. John chapter 15. John chapter 15. That is number one. One more time. This is my blank. That ye, blank, 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 as I, Blank, blank, blank. John chapter 15. Number two. This one starts with a missing word. Blank. Worketh no blank to his blank. Therefore, blank is the fulfilling of the law. Let me go through this one again. It starts with a missing word. Blank worketh no blank to his blank. Therefore, blank, missing word, is the fulfilling of the law. That answer is found in Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13. Question number two, one more time. It starts with a missing word. Blank worketh no blank 
to his blank. Therefore, blank is the fulfilling of the law. Romans chapter 13. That's question one and question two. I'm not going to repeat them a lot. I think some of you have emailed me to tell me that I repeat them too many times. I do apologize for that. But it's always like you want to make sure. But I do know people can hit pause and go back. And it's easy to do that. But that's okay. I also know people are listening live. So they may not want to have to listen to the whole program again to get it. So I do try to go a little slower there. Obviously, if I was in front of people at the church, I would be even going slower. I'd be going much slower. So be grateful that the Bible pop quiz are not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Okay. Because I would be going much slower. Right. Number three. Number three, but I say unto you which hear. Now, this one has lots of missing words. This one has a lot. This one has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven missing words. So there's going to be a lot of me saying blank, 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 because, well, there's lots of missing words you're going to have to fill in. Are you ready? Here we go. But I say unto you which hear. Blank, blank, blank. There's three missing words, but I say unto you, which here, blank, 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 do good to them, blank, 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 bless them that blank, blank, and pray for them, which blank, blank, blank. Let me go through that one again. There's a lot here, but I say unto you, which here. Blank, blank, blank. Do good to them. Blank, blank, blank. Bless them that blank, blank. And pray for them which blank, blank, blank. That answer is found in Luke chapter 6. But I say unto you which here, three missing words, blank, blank, blank. Do good to them, three missing words, blank, blank, blank. Bless them that, two missing words, blank, blank. And pray for them which, three missing words, blank, blank, blank. Luke chapter six. Number four. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt, and then there's all the rest, fill in the rest, right? Because there's one, two, three, four, five missing words, all right? So let me read it again. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt blank, 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 blank. Galatians chapter five. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt, and then fill in the rest, blank, 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 blank. And please write these down. Write them. Write them the first time with the missing words. Then write them a second time with filling in the missing words. And that repetition leads to retention. That repeating leads to retention. And then last but not least is number five. Here we go. Beloved, if God so blank, blank, we we ought also to blank, blank, blank. Beloved, if God so blank, 
blank. We ought also to blank, blank, blank. First John chapter 4 is where you'll find that answer. Beloved, if God so blank, blank, we ought also to blank, 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 1 John chapter 4. Those are your five questions for today. And you probably already have figured out what the key, the, the key word is, what the main topic is, what the main theme is, because I believe we need this theme, especially in light of what happened in that sermon where someone clearly did not demonstrate this word or this theme. And I need to remember this word as I deal with my own frustration and anger at what occurred because I am not to respond in a way that is not consistent with this word, theme, and idea. There you have it. I almost want to give you a bonus question, but I'm not. Or kind of a extra credit work, but I'm not. I just want you to focus on that. And hopefully, as you look at that, it's God's word. Hopefully, that will be a little bit convicting. Hopefully, it will be a little bit challenging. And hopefully, it will make you look at what's going on in certain elements of the world of Christianity that have become so politically hijacked that we don't sound like Christians. We don't sound like followers of Christ. We don't sound like students of Christ, we sound like the world and we sound like we're simply a a group of people who believe certain things politically and we act in the most fleshly, carnal way possible. And we think that that's godly and and we justify our carnal behavior and because we supposedly think we're right about an issue, so then we think we can be as carnal and fleshly as we want to be talking about an issue. All right, I would love to, if you want to show me your work, that's great. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. If you don't, that's perfectly okay. Hopefully, you will participate in the Bible pop quiz. I was going to say Bible study exercise. That's something totally different that we do. The Bible pop quiz, and hopefully it will be beneficial to you. All right. Thanks for listening. That is your Bible pop quiz for this Tuesday, October the 17th, 2023. As always, may God bless you as you read and study his word.